Welcome to this virtual service at Westchester Chapel. Thanks for listening to this message that comes directly from God's Word. To hear more, visit westchesterchapel.org and click on Media. Now grab your Bible as we dig into it together. I'll just tell you a story of this week. It kind of fits the message. So uh, this Wednesday I woke up and I started thinking of all the answered prayers in my life and what God has done and all the blessings that God has poured upon me. And, I, and it was reverberating in my spirit. So I, I went out, I was driving to work. The sun seemed brighter, the air seemed clearer. Everything, it was just joyful. And I was going to work, and then uh, I was going to leave with some colleagues and attend a conference in New York City. And I was looking forward to it, because I like spending with these particular coworkers and hanging out you know, at like conferences. So I had a lot of joy. I just, everywhere I looked, I saw joy. And, and it was just one of those days that they don't come very often, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But this day, it, everything was just bright. So let's turn to our scripture today. We're talking about Zechariah. And it's in Luke chapter 1, verses 5 to 24. I'm going to just read the first two verses, 5 and 7. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah of the division of Abijah. And he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statues of the Lord. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. So we kind of see some good things. We have two people here, Zachariah and his wife. And they're both righteous before God. Those are good. And they're, they're walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the faith in Yahweh. That is good. But the closing verse kind of shows a sadness over this couple. Elizabeth would bear. There was no child that they shared between them. And in, that, in the culture of the day, children were very big. The children meant your, your name and your legacy was going to continue. You know, the name and, and the function of Zechariah, the priest for Aaron, was going to continue. There was no child. Having no children meant no security for the future, no hope for the future. So here is two people living righteously before God. But there's a big hole in their life. Do we kind of see that sometimes? That there's something missing? We know the Lord, know Jesus, and we, we try to do all the things and follow him to the our best of our ability. But sometimes we look at our circumstances and we just don't see anything happening. You know, we're praying about certain things that we really want in life. And Elizabeth and Zechariah... They were praying for this child to come forth, but it wasn't coming. And here they are old. Do we kind of feel the same thing about certain situations in our life, certain things that we're looking for? And, and nothing is ever happening. It's like, and we kind of say, where, where is God? Where is the Lord? So let's, let's read on. Verses 11 to 17. And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. 
No, Zechariah was going into the temple. He was chosen to burn incense in the temple. And pick, pick, pick it up in verse 12. And Zechariah was troubled when he saw him. And fear, fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son. And you should call his name John. And he will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great before the Lord. He must not drink wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. And he will go before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. Wow, this is some good news. This is some awesome news for Zechariah. Here's a priest serving in the temple, being fulfilling his duties, and now the prayer of his heart has been answered. There is a child going to be born to him. That's good news. This child's going to bring joy and gladness to his people and also to Zechariah and his wife. He'll be great before the Lord and the Holy Spirit will be upon him even when he's in the womb and the power of the Holy Spirit will make him great and bring people back to the Lord and prepare the way of the Lord wow this is Zechariah's prayer for a son has been answered his legacy is going to be great and he's going to bring a lot of joy back have we gotten good news in our lives at time, how did we receive it? Maybe not so well sometimes. I know one time in my career, there was a difficult situation at, the, at my job, and uh, there was a dispute between engineers. And engineers, they could kind of be difficult from time to time. They're very opinionated, especially of, over technical things. And each person can think they're very right. So you had two two engineers that were just basically in a big argument over some test results and, and some analysis, structural analysis. They was almost getting to cursing and blows. And I was sent down to bring one of the engineers and this other engineers together to discuss and settle the matter. I was a bit fearful on this assignment. because From the last call, I thought I'm going to be breaking up a fight. A physical fight when we got there. However, when we got there, they showed a couple things, and with five minutes, it was settled. So it's amazing when you get two people together, not separated by technology, that you can come to agreement relatively quickly. So it was kind of a miracle. And God gave me blessing on that assignment. So I came back, and the, the head of our group, came and gave me, that was a really good job, Brandy, an excellent job and all this stuff. And how did I take it? I said something derogatory. It's like, oh, so not good. I did not take it well. I can't, I, for some reason, I couldn't receive that praise and be happy about it. I was more bitter about the whole situation. Let's look at what Zachariah does with this good news. Verse 18. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old 
man. And my wife is advanced in years. Well, his reaction was similar to mine, but maybe even a little worse. He's looking at himself. He's looking at his, his wife. He doesn't think this can happen. Sometimes in life, we're so used to bad news and things not turning out to what we want, we've conditioned ours or ourselves to expect failure and misery instead of God's blessings. Our culture kind of preaches it. News programs, they do not preach about good news. It's mostly bad news. And we see it all around us. People are more apt to complain than praise. Unfortunately, I get caught up in this as well. God gives us so many blessings, but sometimes sin is so encrusted our sight that we just cannot see it. Sin weighs us down. It distorts the way we should really be truly looking at things. Zechariah, even a righteous man, was weighed down by sin. At the point in time when his people were a conquered people, they were living under the Roman rule. They had a king, but not a king that worshipped Yahweh, King Herod. And King Herod was not a, a good king. He was a brutal king. But he built a lot of things in Israel for us to look at. In fact, when we were in Israel, they said it was, if it wasn't for King Herod, there would have been nothing to see. <laughs> but that was, he was building out of his pride and ego. And that ego was oppressing the people. You got Herod oppressing the people, you had Rome oppressing the people. And so Zechariah probably had seen a lot of misery with his people. There was crucifixions, taxations. It was not an easy time to be a believer in Israel. So let's read on to see what happens. Now this is the Gabriel's response to Zechariah's receiving of the good news. And the angel answered, I'm Gabriel, I stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. So he's not happy. He's saying it is good news, and you didn't receive it as good news. <laughs> and behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time. Sometimes when we were giving this good news, we can't see it. And, we, and in this case, the response of the angel, we think it's pretty harsh. And, it, and, I, and I used to think it was harsh. And, and looking at it probably from the tainted view of sin, that's affected the way I see things. But this actually was a gift that was given to Zechariah. Zechariah was given time to ponder what this miracle was going to happen. He could not go out and communicate what happened. Every day he woke up, he knew that the birth was coming because he couldn't speak. He knew the words of the angel were true because of what happened to him. He couldn't tell anybody. So for the nine months until John came, he was silent. 
this was a blessing, actually, from the Lord. I know in my darkest times, it seems very difficult to continue. But in those darkest times, sometimes the greatest blessings from the Lord come. There was one time in a difficult time with work, you know, I thought I was going to be fired and had a new baby and, you know, my wife had stopped working. I was concerned for our provision. Life circumstances were overwhelming me. All the things that I thought I valued were falling apart. The Lord spoke to me and said, faith in him is more important than everything. And that truth lifted me up. So sometimes, in our darkest circumstances, and we're, sometimes we view it as like, how has the Lord allowed this to happen? And we get embittered about it. Sometimes he's teaching us, helping us to see clearly. I know sometimes when I'm sick, I'm closer to the Lord than when I'm not. Because there's nothing more you can do. You're kind of just... You can't speak. It's like Zachariah. You can't stand up sometimes. You can't do anything. So you can think about your misery all day, or you can think about him. It's not easy to take good news. Just just uh, finishing the story of this week, after that Wednesday, when I had such joy and saw the sunshine, when I came back, one of the worst events in my career happened, and I was right down in the pit. And I, I just felt beaten down again. So what does the Lord want us to do in this message? He wants us to hear. He wants us to hear what the Lord has done in our lives. He's always speaking to us. He's always speaking to us. He was speaking to Zechariah in his time of being mute. So then when John was born, part of his praise was this. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the, for, in the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Zechariah waited many years for the prayer to be answered. And that wait was not easy. So the Lord wants us to say, you may be in that same situation and praying about something that you feel that the Lord wants in your life or you feel that you want in your life. The message Zechariah is saying, don't give up. Continue to pray. Continue to seek the Lord. Because sometimes the blessing is greater in the wait. Look at Zechariah. His son was going to prepare the way of the coming Messiah, Jesus. He was going to be the greatest prophet that ever lived. And it was said later in Scripture that no man was greater than John. Look at the look how much blessing was poured out on Zechariah. 
Do you trust God to work for your good? In Luke 11:13, if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. See His blessings. He's given us so many blessings in our lives, and a lot of times we, we dismiss them or forget about them. Jesus saved us from our sins. We're going to be with him forever. He is always with us, and he is always there for us. And we're going to have the light of Christ in our lives to guide us to peace and to overcome death. Let us pray. Dear Lord, help us to apply the faithfulness of Zechariah and Elizabeth to our lives. Help us to see the blessings that you pour out on us every day, physically, spiritually. You give us strength to overcome evil. You give us provision. You give us peace in the land. You give us the ability to gather and support one another in this community. So, Lord, continue to open our eyes. We pray against the sin and the effects of sin in our lives that has distorted our eyesight, distorted our hearts towards you. Help us to see. Help us to see your blessings. And for the things that we think we are missing, Lord, we give them to you. You fill them with what you see is best for us. And let us trust in your goodness and not in our distorted view sometimes of what we need. You know what we need, Lord. And we just pray that you would fill it. Fill it in your time, Lord. Give us the strength and patience to wait. And let us proclaim your praise in all, every day for all that you do. And I ask this for our brothers and sisters. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So stay the course. Amen. So stay the course. Be righteous. Follow the Lord with all your whole heart. And, and believe that he wants the best for you. Choose joy. Help, help to remember the blessings. And let it bring joy in your life and peace. Forget the misery. Forget the misery. <laughs> Remember the blessings. So let me bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Thanks for listening. After hearing the message today, if you'd like to start a relationship with Jesus or rededicate your life to him, why not do it now? Pray with me right where you are. Lord Jesus, I turn from going my own way and I choose to follow you. Forgive me for my sins. I thank you for dying on the cross to cover them and rising again from the dead. I choose now to live for you and I receive your life into mine. Amen. If you prayed with us, get in touch through our contact page at westchesterchapel.org. There you can find more information on how to grow in your faith and where we meet. We'd love to have you join us.